VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like a full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. All from TireRack.com. TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. Traveling for college hoops this year? Pro tip, stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each Graduate Hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in the best college towns, and get this, you can save up to 30% off with the code Doug. That's my name, Doug. Good at any Graduate Hotel location, anytime up to 30% off. So here's what you do. Book your stays at graduatehotels.com. That's graduatehotels.com. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from beauty, beautiful, sunny Southern California. Hope you're getting ready for the welcoming of summer. Memorial Day weekend is upon us. No such thing as a good excuse for not buckling up. Law enforcement, they're writing tickets. Why take the risk? Do the smart thing. Start buckling up every trip, day or night. Click it or ticket, paid for by NHTSA. We reap what we sow. That, that's that's today's, today's uh, main topic. We reap what we sow. And um, look, I, I honestly, we're to the point where I think most of us understand that the fringe 
arguments, the fringe politics. That's not where most of us reside. But what happened on the 6th of, uh, was that January? Right? Okay, what happened on the 6th of January is no different than, on some level, what we saw last night in the NBA. And you're like, whoa, you're talking insurrection in the Capitol. Like, okay, look, here's the thing. Right? And I've been, it, it's like, uh, obviously, Clay Travis, and congratulations to Clay as he's going to go and uh, be part of a show that's going to replace Rush Limbaugh. Um, Clay's political leanings are different than mine. Okay. Um, th- they just are. And you know, why, why not get into politics? Like, cause I'm in the middle and there's no money in the middle. <laughs> there's just not no money in centrist politics. No, because, but even though that's where most of us reside, it's like, yeah, you know, I can kind of see it both ways. This is fair. That's fair. Whatever. No money in it. The money is in the fringes, especially to the side that he's leaning to. God bless him. Hey, um, but, but the, the argument that I've always made against our previous president. Okay. And look, a lot of it was also, and probably the reason that he originally got elected was there was such a pushback from not just the establishment and the left, but just people who understood the proper decorum we were supposed to have in that job. Honestly, if you if you are a reasonable person and you look at a, a good amount of the political decisions that were made, obviously some of the, the judges that were appointed are very conservative, you know, trying to solidify his base, whatever. But a lot of the things that were actually done while he's in office, you're like, you know what? I, I, I don't whether you like the guy or don't like the guy like these are very reasonable decisions that probably hard decisions that had to be made. And that's the reality to it. You know, it's, it's like uh, Joe Biden, the, the current president, you know, when he ran, he talked about eliminating some of this college debt. And now you're like, yeah, we're not eliminating college debt. Why? Because that's Looney Tunes talk. <laughs> One, people need to be paid back Two, there has to be some sort of economic value to going to college. Right. There has to be. And those scholarships, it just throws all of the all the equilibrium. Are there are colleges expenses now and in the future out of control? Yes, that's what should be managed. But the idea of eliminating college debt is kind of pie in the sky. Sounds great in the campaign trail. No real reality to it. Right. But but the, the difference, which is tangible, I remember nine years ago when they were running for president. And we were talking about the size of a man's hands, clearly relating to some other part of a man during the campaign. You're like, look, there's a, there's a certain way in which we're supposed to deal with one another. And the more you fuel that you allow the type of commentary and discussion and name calling, you fuel people on the fringes to become energized and to become normalized. The same thing has happened in sports. Sports is just the micro of the macro, which is society. Like, look, perfect example in sports. Remember how coaches always used to look so dapper, three piece suits, beautiful watches, perfect ties. Remember that? Now look at them. They're all like, that was the dumbest thing ever. 
right? Wasting thousands of dollars on suits, especially for the other mooks on the bench. You know, the head coach has to wear a fancy suit. So all of us have to wear suits, but we don't make several million a year. We make a couple hundred grand and we're living in a big city and we have kids like, I don't want to be spending $5,000 on a suit. Uh, as a country who nobody wears dress shoes anymore. People aren't getting dressed up in three piece suits anymore. If you wear a sport coat, you do it with jeans and sneaks. Now everybody was, and the, the snapshot of that in the NBA is look at the sidelines. They've figured out that the suits are dumb. We're coaching basketball, sneakers, comfortable pants, polo shirt, belt, shave, Cologne, deodorant, comb your hair, brush your teeth, and we're ready to go. Right? We have become much more casual as a country, and the easiest snapshot of that is what we look at when we look at the benches in the NBA. But we've also become accepting of the type of behavior we saw last night. And the only way to nip it is, frankly, what the NBA is doing. And look, I'm not somebody who's such a stick in the mud that I don't think you can boo. You're allowed to boo. You're allowed to boo your home team. Right? You're allowed to leave. You're allowed to, you're allowed to act in a way in which you are so bothered by the opponent. You're allowed to make fun of them within reason. Don't talk about their mom. Don't talk about their kids. And you know what you shouldn't do? You shouldn't yell F you to a, to a player. That's intentionally insightful language. Plus, it just you, you sound like trash. That's what you do. So instead of celebrating Madison Square Garden, that only had 13,000 fans, that sounded like 130,000 fans. Look, that was special. That is what basketball is about. Is about walking to an environment and a team that hadn't been good in forever. And the fans kind of, you know, they, they were... They were getting dusted a little bit by Trey Young. He comes out, I don't know, because Nate McMillan was being nice. I, you know, he had to rest him some, I guess. He comes out, Knicks make a run. The place is a zoo. But instead of celebrating that, instead of celebrating that, we talk about, it's the main topic of conversation today. What happened with the Wizards and, and Philadelphia? What happened... Um, or in D.C., what happened with the Knicks and the Hawks. Here's Russell Westbrook after the game. I was leaving out, and then I just seen popcorn on top of my head, you know. To be blatantly honest, man, just getting out of hand, uh, especially for me. Um, Just the amount of disrespect, the amount of just fans just doing whatever they want to do. This is Metal World Peace in the herd earlier this morning. The talking is okay. I mean, I played in Detroit, Philly, Boston. I've heard all sorts of things. And I'm like, you know what? That's a part of the game. You're trying to get me off the game by calling my mama a hoe. That's, you know what? I was always cool with all that stuff. But when you start touching people, throwing stuff, right? even though popcorn is not going to kill nobody, we know popcorn ain't going to kill nobody. But it's just like you cannot it, – it's, it's the ultimate form of disrespect. Right. But something has to happen. You know, um, I don't know if it's worth getting banned for life, but it's worth something happening. Kevin Durant tweeted out, it's all fun and games till, until your ass gets banned for life. 
remember Metal World Peace. That that, that was the Bill Burr's a, a comedian, a podcaster. He's hysterical. He has a bit. You can go look it up on the Malice of the Palace. And his point was a good one, which was, hey, for years, fans were like, why don't you come up here? Why don't you come up here? They did. They knocked out entire rows of people, right? But, I mean... Look, this is just we as a country. It doesn't mean we have to go back to the days of the 50s where dudes wore a short sleeve button down shirt and a tie and sat and clapped and cheered or whistled instead of booed. No, you you can be an over the top crazy fan. You don't have to curse. You don't have to talk about somebody's mom, you know, and you don't have to yell F-bombs, obscenities. And And if you ever spit on somebody like, dude, you spit on somebody, it's over. Sorry, we cease to protect you. Just, you know, you, you, you do that and you know, there's going to be a bunch of security guards, but, but the second that you spit on the wrong guy, they'll wipe out an entire row of people. And, and I, I agree on a level with Russell Westbrook. If you allow the popcorn, what won't you allow? Nah, I ain't good. But I, I look at it and I think, you know, this is, it's no different. My kid, my son was playing in a tournament this weekend and I have a, a dear friend of mine, Kenny Franklin. He's got two sons that play college ball. He works with my kid. I was like, Kenny, you coach him and I'll just help today. They played in the, they played in pool play. They played a team. They beat him by 20. And the, another player's behavior was he, he, he said F you to a ref and the ref te- gave him a technical foul. And I was like, if that's my kid, we're going home. We're done for the day. But instead the parents, it became about them against the refs. So then we played the same team an hour later, end up losing the game, but it was more about the parents' behavior was so disgraceful. And we allow it and we go, well, it's a crazy parent. Occasionally a parent will get run off a premises, but we've allowed it at a young age. We've seen it in college sports. Now we see it in professional sports where like, look, there's just a certain level of decorum. We don't know exactly where the line is, but I think we know that Punching a fellow fans in the stands is always not okay. Yelling obscenities is always not okay. Throwing things, spitting things is that's despicable, deplorable, awful behavior. But it's, we're reaping what we sow, you know? And look, I'm not somebody who doesn't think that you can have an argument on TV, but there's a line there to where you can go with the arguments. And because everyone's voice, they feel like it gets echoed and it gets magnified by social media and made more important. I got retweeted a hundred times. That means people agree with my take. So now it's okay for me to say these things on social. I'll say it out in public. It's actually not okay in social to say those things. And it's definitely not okay in public. And so we're at this point to where you're like, I'm glad fans are back, but not those fans. And you can sit here and tell me like, oh God, you sound like such a, like, oh, it's a pansy. You're so soft. Like, no, dude, I, you can yell at me. You can yell at my kids. You know, you can yell at players, whatever you want. Hey, here's the thing. Don't say F whatever. 
There's plenty of things in this world you can make fun of. There's plenty of things you can say. There's plenty of cleverness or simply booing sounds really, really cool. If an entire arena boos every time a guy touches, touches the ball and then he misses and you yell brick or you yell air ball like that's perfect. Plenty. But basically, this is all of the idiots who yelled somebody like Trey Young was overrated. And by the way, Trey Young gave you 30 last night. He was not the reason the Hawks lost. (laughs) He was the reason the Hawks were in the game. And, you know, we've seen this with Russell Westbrook. And part of Russell's problem is he does always react when somebody triggers him. We saw it in Utah. We obviously saw it last night. But just like with the presidency, there's a level of decorum, regardless of what you're saying, it's how you're saying it and the words in which you're saying. There's a level of decorum. There's there's an obvious line, and we're so far past that line that if we don't reel it in now, it's going to get really, really ugly. Instead of celebrating Madison Square Garden, the world's most famous arena, actually having a good basketball team that plays their ass off, this incredible story of Tom Thibodeau, like 10 years later, still having Derrick Rose and Taj Gibson find a way to win games in the playoffs. Instead of concentrating on that, we're concentrating on one idiot who spits on Trey Young from the second row. Proving that money can't buy class. All right, there's a new look and a new feel to a historic franchise. We'll discuss it next in the Doug Gottlieb Show, but first... Bet River Sportsbook wants to invite you to discover the complete sports betting experience. The foundation of that experience is a massive number of betting options on nearly every regulated sporting event around the world. Add on top of that, live streaming of sports every day, and there's almost always a live match to watch on Bet River Sportsbook right on your phone. Bet River features top tier customer service, ready to answer your questions anytime, day or night. Plus, with unique rush pay system, Bet River Sportsbook can authorize most withdrawal requests instantly. Customer satisfaction is always their number one priority. And BetRivers will match your first deposit up to $250. Unlike some other sports books, BetRivers only requires a one-time pay-through to turn bonuses into cash. Experience the difference. Go to BetRivers.com. You'll see for yourself. You must be 21. You must be present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Remember, that's BetRivers Sportsbook at BetRivers.com. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Traveling to watch college hoops during this year's tournament? You have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each hotel has a unique look inspired by the local team and its traditions. And as a sports fan, you'll really get Graduate Hotels and all their cool, specific design details. Chapel Hill, Bloomington, East Lansing stores. They're in the hometown of some of college basketball's most iconic programs. And the hotels bring you into that story with every visit. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate has over 30 hotels, coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So odds are there's one where you're going, especially for big games and the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate's locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book... Get up to 30% off of your stay with the code Doug. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stays at graduatehotels.com. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Um, I, I will say this about the Knicks being good. One, it, it, it's good for basketball. It's good for basketball. Um, I, I, my dad was a New Yorker. My mom, Connecticut, but but my dad was a New Yorker, longtime Knicks fan. And what I I don't know if people understand about New York is that basketball is still very much important. It's a part of the fabric of the city. Now, it's a Yankees town as of now, but that's because the Yankees have consistently been good. People are, in fact, front runners. I actually think what's remarkable about the Knicks is how many tickets they've sold and how good an atmosphere it's been, even though the team has been crummy and people generally hate the owner, right? It only shows what a passion there is. And if Tom Thibodeau or whomever could ever solve the Knicks problem and get them to an NBA championship, I think they would rocket past the Yankees in terms of importance. The the Knicks evened up a series, a first-round series. With a 101-92 come-from-behind win over the Hawks, here's their head coach, Tom Thibodeau, after the game. They have a will and determination that you can overcome it. And whatever's necessary, you know, that's what you have to do. So we always say, find a way to win. You know, whatever we have to do. If it's five stops in a row, it's five stops in a row. Five scores in a row, it's five scores. Well, they, they found a way to win yesterday. 
And the fans obviously were crazy and people were like, well, it's good to have the fans back except the a-hole fans. I, 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 the other, I've seen this in, at the University of Indiana, right? When Indiana was great under Bob Knight, not, I'm, obviously some of, the, some of the ways in which Bob Knight coached would never be acceptable, nor should they be acceptable then, acceptable now. But one of the things that he was very heavy-handed about was fan behavior. Fan behavior. Like he would stop the game and make fans not, you know, not uh, uh, hold up signs or wave, I think, behind the backboard when you shoot free throws. Tom Crane, when he was there, they got to be the number one team in the country. And I had a bunch of friends who were like, I, you guys are like, it's just like a different. Now it's actually become kind of a nasty atmosphere, kind of vicious. It's like you've been bad so long that you have this. And we're seeing this as a country coming out of COVID, right? Which is we've been locked up so long. There's a different energy in coming, coming back out. But there is Knicks fans have always been great fans. And there's always been a percentage of dirtbag fans. But the volume to the nastiness, I feel like, is cranked up because they've been so bad. And it's almost like you want to get it all out during a game. Just kind of gross. Kind of gross. Just we're being totally honest. Kind of gross. You, you can be the world's greatest fan. You know, yelling at some dude who you pay to see play F you like, I don't know. I, I don't really know what to do with you. Right? If you and, and it's one of those things. And I've been at those games where you're broadcasting game and you hear a fan saying that to a coach or to a player. And you just want to look at them going like, do you know how awful you sound? Your friends might be laughing, but inside they're going like, I can't believe I had to come to the game with this guy. This is this guy. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. I, I like Naomi Na- Masaka, and I-, I understand exactly what she's saying. I-, I also think that there's not really a healthy understanding from most athletes on what the job of the media is, you know? It's like they're, the stories promote the sport, it does. All of those stories, all of those answers promote the sport, bring attention to the sport. So, yes, I, I do think that being the athlete that people want to see, you know, there's a certain level of respect, but there has to be a mutual level of respect to the process and what media brings to it. I, I you know, it's like the, the two do actually should work together, go hand in hand. I, I get that, but you and I have both seen... Uh, quote unquote reporters who just continue to poke and prod and you can just feel that their entire mission is try to get the athlete to break down or to get them to lash but like out. When, but like when, when namely Osaka's tennis, like when, like, you know, and you can always say like, Hey, next question. I'm okay. Like, yeah. We're good. She has the actual power and she's giving away that power for people to write whatever, because she's not going to be quoted as such. I just think like, look, tennis is not, Women's tennis especially was at a level of popularity above that of men's tennis. Mm-hmm. And here in this country know, anyway, yeah. And 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 uh, somebody who has as fascinating a personal life story and has been as successful as a young age, I'm not sure she she needs to have it explained to her exactly why the media is actually important to what she does. All right, let me get you to Brandon Weed who joins us here on the Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. Toughest environment in the NFL you ever played. Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, I would say 
probably Philly when I was in Dallas. Uh, that rivalry is pretty intense, and, and those, uh, those fans are pretty rabid, and, and uh, they obviously clearly hate the Cowboys. And, and uh, I would say they, you know, uh, from, <laughs> from top to bottom, I would say they are probably the, the most ruthless. And, and uh, But, I, you know, there's – I almost feel like there were certain places in college that were actually a little bit worse, you know, just – you know, student section stuff like that. So, but yeah, I mean, I would where, say if you where 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 was where was the worst? One of the worst I've ever played at was a night game at Texas Tech. Uh, they're nuts, man. I mean, I know nuts, they, nuts. They're, Tor- they're tortillas, serving. right? Don't they throw tortillas at people? Tor- tortillas, tortillas on the field? Yeah. Batteries. We had uh, Brandon Pettigrew, our tight end, got hit in the face with a Dr Pepper. I mean, it's these. They're belligerent. Which you know, I mean, some of it's fun, but once you start throwing stuff at players, it, you know, it gets a little. Uh, I kind of crossed the line. It's uh, the the Westbrook deal. But, yeah, I mean, NFL, I'd say Philly. And in college, I'd definitely say Texas Tech. Yeah, Texas Tech is nuts. I remember when uh, Crabtree, when they when they beat Texas, I mean, that place was was uh, was bong. In basketball, it, by the way, it was the same. They weren't that good then. But the, the level of, of, I guess you'd say nastiness or whatever, was uh, it, there, there were things that were said that, like, mechanics dropped their wrenches. You know, right. Coach Sutton wouldn't bring families when we played in Lubbock. They weren't yeah. allowed to come. It was only, only, yeah. only players in the travel party just because he didn't feel comfortable with some of the things coming out of the stands. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, Texas Tech, I played there during the day the, the next couple of years, and it's a completely different environment. But once, uh, once I've had all day to tailgate and get nice and primed up, those night games get a little, uh, get a little out of control. Brandon Whedon joining us. On the other hand, like, here's how you can relate to the Trey Young thing. The one that I remember, like your greatest road win, was at Texas A&M. And if you haven't been to Texas A&M, it actually kind of, it goes against every general rule of home field advantage. They have an unbelievable home field, right? The, the fans are unreal, and the, 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 the angle of the stadium is right on top of you, yet they have historically almost always lost those big home games. But here's where it relates to you. Trey said it, where he's like, there's, not, there's nothing like the silence of winning a road game. I, I remember that game. They were ranked, you were ranked, Tannehill was their quarterback. What is that feeling like, the big road win, when people are just nuts five seconds before? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I would chalk that one up as probably one of the coolest uh, wins on the road at any level. I mean, one, we came back. I think we were down like 20-3 to three at halftime, came back and, and played real well in the second half, and uh, I mean, they were that place was rocking in the first half. I mean, they're they're they beat us up pretty good. We couldn't get going offensively, and we came back. I threw a couple touchdowns late, and uh, I think our defense got a pick down the red zone, and we turned it into points. So that was uh, there's nothing better. Trey's Trey's spot on. I mean, you know, throw a touchdown. They're, they're going nuts on third down, and you're in the red zone. It's third down, you throw a touchdown, you know, and all of a sudden you can hear a pin drop, especially in a place like Kyle Field when there's you know 100,000 people going going crazy. There's, there's literally not a, not a better feeling than that. And, um, you know, fortunately on that day, that was the first, I think that was the first Big 12 game of the season for us, kind of up the conference. And, uh, yeah, to get a, get a win down there, that's, that was my favorite place I played in college, one of my top three favorite places I ever played anywhere. And, uh, man, to shut them up was, was pretty sweet. Um, okay, so I, I, haven't, I haven't gotten your take since he did SportsCenter. Aaron Rodgers was on with, with Kenny Maine. And, um, you know, he didn't demand to be traded. They didn't ask him if he would ever play 
ever again for for the Packers. But but this was take a listen. This was his answer essentially to what his issues, uh, what his issues were with the Packers organization. Remember, it's not direct question. Hey, you know, do you like the GM Brian Gunnenkunz? Do you like the front office? You know, the 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 Jordan Love draft pick. He kind of encapsulated, if you will, all in this one answer. Um, in in which he said, I've "Never been about the draft pick, uh, picking Jordan. I love Jordan. He's a great kid. Um, you know, he, he a lot of fun to to work together. Uh, I love the coaching staff. Love my teammates. You know, I love the fan base in Green Bay. It's incredible, incredible sixteen years." It's just kind of about a, a, a philosophy, uh, you know, and and maybe forgetting that it is about the people that make the thing go. It's about it's about character. It's about culture. It's about doing things the right way. And a lot of this was put in motion last year, and uh, the wrench was just kind of thrown into it when I won MVP and played the, the way I played last year. So this is just kind of, I think, uh, the, the spill out of all that, but... Look, man, it is about the people, and that's the most important thing. Green Bay has always been about the people, from Curly Lambeau uh, being owner and founder to the 60s with Lombardi and Bart Starr and all those incredible names, to the 90s teams with Coach Holmgren and Farvey and the Minister of Defense to the, the run that we've been on. It's about it's about the people. What do you think he means? I mean, I I think it's a shot kind of right at the GM. Not a shot, but I, th- I think it's it's directed at him, you know, I and mean, he's ultimately got some power, maybe the owner. Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I, I think Alex Smith answered it best with Colin Coward. I think it was yesterday or the day before. I mean, Alex knows he's been around the league. He, had, he was in a similar situation when they drafted Patrick Mahomes. You know, drafting... Uh, why not go out and get a pick to help Aaron Rodgers? You know, he only has five, six, seven years, however, many, however long he wants to play. You know, go out and help the guy win. Go out and help him, and not just him. I mean, help Devontae Adams. Help these guys that have been there a long time. Help them win. And like you said, it's about the people. And at that level, it takes the whole village, man. I mean, it takes everybody from equipment staff to everybody else. And clear. The- here's the right here's the thing. That, here's the thing, though, Brandon. I mean, if you go and if you go and look through what they were trying to do. Like they wanted to get Justin Jefferson and he was, they tried to trade up to get Justin Jefferson and then the, the Vikings took him. Right. And there's somebody else that they tried to trade up to get. And then all the wide, the first level wide receivers were gone, were gone. And so they saw value. Aaron Rodgers in, in the context of at that point in time, hadn't had a great year, even though they got to the NFC Championship game. And they had to have an eventual successor, and they weren't going to be able to draft a player to the level of talent of a Jordan Love in future years. Or to say, he wasn't going to be there if they simply if they waited. So they protected themselves. It's like buying insurance. I just think, like, look, you cannot like it. Nobody likes to get a guy who eventually is going to replace you, but the team can't protect themselves against... You know, against you getting hurt or you getting old, I I, I disagree with that. I don't think it feels good. I know, but Go ahead. You don't think that you don't think they reached for him where they took him? I mean, I, they could. No, waited. I think he was. I think he was. I think he was going in the first round. And I look. It's I, and I don't know if you've been in one of those those draft boards. Like they have their boards, and they sit there and you know they try and get somebody to 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 get the right spot, what they need at the right time, and the value of a quarterback far exceeds that of somebody else. No, I don't think they reached for him. I think they thought he was going to go late in the first round, and they obviously had to get in front of somebody in order to get him. 
Yeah. I mean, it's like I told you a few weeks ago, we kind of had this, this conversation. I mean, it, you know, I, I, I can't imagine that he's, um, con- you know, self-conscious they're going to, you know, he's going to take his job this year or next year. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks, they're one of the most talented, best quarterbacks ever played the position. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I get it. I mean, there's other – you can go out and get a backup quarterback that's got some experience to go back him up where he doesn't feel as threatened. You don't need to draft a quarterback in the first round. I mean, hell, he did that with Brett Favre. Now Brett Favre's a little bit older, but, you know, and kind of saw how that thing played out. I think it's just, it, it just Brandon, seems they, like the they communication feel, level. Wait, wait. So you're supposed to take an inferior guy who no. can't actually play so that he doesn't no, feel threatened? I, like, that's not why you run a but, business. Okay, but do do we know Jordan Love can play? Guys never played a snap in the NFL. You, no, that, no, that Green Bay no. Packers team is good. They're not going to win. Eight nobody games said it's, nobody said it's not. Did, did they? In, here's the question: Did they improve from two years ago to last year? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so uh, what? I don't understand the questioning of the the general manager. Like, guy's done his job. This is simply about his bedside manner with Aaron Rodgers. Like, he's supposed to clear things with Aaron Rodgers. Like, all of okay, you guys, all of you quarterbacks, get pissed when. Huh? Answer me this. Okay. What has he done in free agency? What's he done to help Aaron Rodgers on the offensive side of the ball? Nothing. Well, this year he drafted his they, this they, year he's drafted his offensive line. Last year he got him AJ Dillon in the second round because he knew he was going to leave leave one of his lose one of his running backs, right? So he's there are, and and yeah. by the way, if you draft a wide receiver, that means one of the current wide receivers will essentially get demoted. So I mean, there, there is, there is a little bit more to it. Um, this yeah, year in the, I mean, at the end of the first round, they drafted a defensive back cause they needed a cornerback. So right. I, don't, I, don't know. I just, I just, I just feel like, you know, he knows, you know, the window for him to go win is, is obviously not as big as it was, you know, a handful of years ago. So he needs to go out and he needs to, you know, he wants, he wants the, the support, I think from, yeah. from a front office. Now I'm just guessing, I'm just, I'm just kind of putting, you know, I know Aaron's, He's been pretty vocal, and I know he's you know had some beef with you know coaches and stuff in the past. But but yeah, I just it's one of those things that uh, I see where he's coming from. I see where some of the public's probably coming from. But playing that position, he's making whatever he's making thirty some odd million dollars a year. He probably also feels like he's underpaid. He probably wants a new contract. I mean, let's just call it what it is. Um, but you know, just from the outside looking in, it just doesn't seem like they've gone out and kind of not not catered to him but not done the things that you know that guys like Tom Brady and, and Drew Brees fortunate to have to bring in big time players to church to go try to win one and that's I mean I think that's I think that's what he sees what Tom's got in Tampa and and uh, see what they're doing see how they kind of see how they operate and they operate completely different than they do in Green Bay um how bad do you run in on that golf that that golf deal with with uh especially with the Bryson beef with Brooks Kepka Right? Yeah, how, how bad do you? Uh, no, so I mean, good. shouldn't you? Shouldn't you? Shouldn't you tee up with uh, tee it up and and be part of it? You and Romo get it, get it, get a pro, and you guys get in on that. Let's go. If if you know somebody at Fox there, I know you guys could uh, could toil something up. I'd, I'd play Tony, but yeah, I, it's kind of like Brooks said. He said, "Sorry, bro, about uh, <laughs> you know, for Aaron Rodgers. That's going to be. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'd want to play 18 holes of Bryson. There's too much uh, too much going on. He's he's, uh, he's a quirky dude. I respect his game, but man. There's a, there's a lot there. Awesome stuff. Brandon, thanks for joining us. We'll talk soon. All right, buddy. See you. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. 
What's up, everyone? It's me, three-time NFL All-Pro Sean Murray, and I have a new sports podcast called the Lights Out Podcast with Sean Murray. This podcast is special to me as I get a chance to talk to some of the best who've ever done it on the field or the track. So whether it's talking to a Super Bowl champion or a NASCAR Cup Series champion, the Lights Out Podcast will bring it to you the only way I know how to. I'm giving you the best insight from the best who've ever done it. Listen to Lights Out with Sean Merriman on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Traveling to watch college hoops during this year's tournament? You have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball, just like us. Each hotel has a unique look inspired by the local team and its traditions. And as a sports fan, you'll really get Graduate Hotels and all their cool, specific design details. Chapel Hill, Bloomington, East Lansing stores. They're in the hometown of some of college basketball's most iconic programs. And the hotels bring you into that story with every visit. Why would you stay anywhere else? Graduate has over 30 hotels, coast to coast, down south, all over the Midwest. So odds are there's one where you're going, especially for big games and the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate's locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book... Get up to 30% off of your stay with the code Doug. That's my name, D-O-U-G. Good at any graduate hotel, any location up to 30% off. Go book your stays at graduatehotels.com. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're great today. Let's get you to a game with Deb Carson. Hey! 
This is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. Deb Carson, what do you have? I have... Guess who? Guess who, Doug Gottlieb. Mm-hmm. All right, guess who praised Adam Vinatieri as the greatest kicker of all time? Ooh, uh, Tom Brady. Nope. Uh, Steven Goskowski. Nope. Bill Belichick. Yeah. That's right. Vinatieri is the greatest kicker of all time who made the greatest kick of all time in the 2001 Divisional Playoffs, according to Belichick. His consistency, mental toughness, and performance under pressure was legendary. I'm honored to have coached Adam going all the way back to his rookie year in 1996 and through some of the most special moments in Patriots and league history. Adam is the rarest of echelon of athletes whose career accomplishments may never be matched. And of course the kick he referenced is the 45-year-old field uh year excuse me 45-yard field goal he made to beat the Raiders in 2001. The the tuck rule game, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the tuck rule game. Uh, all right. Doug. I mean it was in the snow it was I mean the, the whole thing was crazy, but yes, he and he did make it. And he made him in the Super Bowls to win and he was steady, Eddie. He was he was remarkable. He was absolutely. Well, Doug, guess who has found it easier to switch teams because he's done it so many times. Switch teams because he's done it so many times. Football or basketball? Football. Uh, switch teams. He's done it so many times. Who finds it easier to do? Think Antonio Brown. Nope. I don't, I don't, Think I don't, beard. 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 Think Harvard. Oh, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. That's right. There are certain things that maybe it is easier for me to switch teams than other guys because I've done it so many times. I've been through the process. All right. So, Doug, Ryan Fitzpatrick has been the, the quarterback for the Rams, Bengals, Bills, Titans, Texans, Jets, Buccaneers, and Dolphins. And he is now with the Washington football team. Uh, his longest stay was at Buffalo, where he was there for four seasons, 2009 to 2012. He has been on a lot of different football teams, right? Absolutely. And seen a lot of things. And he's been this placeholder for younger quarterbacks like five times over in his career. Yeah, absolutely. Steady, for the most part. Mm-hmm. All right, Doug, guess who is a free agent running back visiting Detroit today? Free agent running back visiting Detroit. Uh, Adrian Peterson. Nope. Free agent running back. There would be a reunion with a quarterback if this gentleman signs Oh, Todd Gurley. Yeah. That's right. He's in Detroit today visiting with the Lions, according to Adam Schefter. If he signs with the Lions, of course, that would once again reunite him with quarterback Jared Goff. Uh, Also, it would be a reunion for Gurley and Lions GM Brad Holmes. Who drafted him out of of college. Um, Yes. The the question is always going to be, you know, how much are you going to pay him? He was overpaid last year at like eight and a half. So, you know, uh, I mean, look, Todd Gurley got himself run out of uh, L.A. because they didn't think he worked hard. He made a ton of money and he was bothered by it. And he got a decent deal with Atlanta. And it, it showed that the Rams at their decision at the time was the right one. It is interesting that he can get away from there. And then Brad Holmes, who was part of the decision, not only draft him, but get rid of him. How would he eva- how how will he evaluate Todd Gurley is really interesting, but th- this is not unlike the Tebow thing, right? You got to have a, somebody who believes in you, a rabbi in the room, and he has one in Brad Holmes. Yeah, and if he believes in it, mean, he gives him a not a minimum deal necessarily, but a low budget deal uh, to prove himself.
Maybe he Correct. gets in another contract after that. All right, Doug, guess who was named the best player under the age of 25, according to CBS Sports? In basketball? Uh, football. Football, under the age of 25. Lamar Jackson. Yeah. That is right. He is 24 years old. A point of reference, Patrick Mahomes, 25. Others on the list. Number two, Justin Herbert at 23. Kyler Murray at 24. Nick Bosa at 23. And Jair Alexander at 24. No Derwin James, huh? Not on that list. Well, he hasn't played that much the last two years, but he should be. Hopefully they have come back and have a great season this year. No question. And, uh, and that's Deb Carson with the game. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. John Ramos wants to do best players over 40. I mean, uh, are we serious? Come on. Best players. How about best players under 22 and a half? Uh, that'll be a little harder to find, John. <laughs> that's so stupid. We just we need we need lists. That's what we need. Oh man. It's like, what can we do for a list today? It's just like some people wake up and, and want to know who can who am I be offended by today. Some people need a list today. Like I need a list. If I don't have a list, then my my day is not made. Uh, that's July programming, isn't it? Uh yeah, if you if you if you don't know what you're doing, you do uh you, you do that kind of radio where you do <laughs> where you do oh, okay, let's do the Mount Rushmore of all right, open phone lines. Yeah, we don't do that here. <laughs> Survey radio. Survey radio. John Middlecoff will join us next hour. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Traveling for college hoops this year? Pro tip, stay at graduate hotels. They're obsessed with college basketball just like us. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would you stay anywhere else? They have 30 plus hotels in the best college towns and get this, you can save up to 30% off with code Doug. That's my name, Doug. Good at any graduate hotel location, anytime up to 30% off. So, here's what you do. Book your stays at graduatehotels.com. That's graduatehotels.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. 
This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.